Hello and welcome to the Not So Precious Podcast. It is your lovely host, Precious. Happy Friday, happy whatever day it is when you're listening to this. Um, I'm just happy you're listening. So thank you. This episode is going to be really special. (laughs) It's going to be a real special one because one thing I love to do in my life is make connections, right? Like I love to like connect things I went through to something in history or a piece of literature that I read. I think it's very interesting and I'm excited to do this to do this episode and to use a piece of literature that maybe you haven't read, maybe you have. Hopefully you'll check it out after this episode. But yeah, I'm excited to do this. Uh, Before I get into all of it, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I deeply appreciate it. Make sure you follow the not so precious page on instagram you can also follow my tiktok i do like cute little videos and i did a vlog of my time in aruba and i'm gonna post more vlogs so make sure you check it out but i'm done talking about that (laughs) about myself let's just get into this episode i just really want to get into it so one of my favorite pieces of literature that i read in high school was the taming of the shrew by william shakespeare now i was not a big shakespeare fan right like i did not like romeo and juliet like it was not my beat it wasn't my thing but the taming of the shrew resonated with me on so many levels so i don't know if you guys are familiar with the story i'm just gonna like try to summarize it the best way i can But basically, there's these two sisters. One of them is this lovely girl that has all these men courting her that, like, want to marry her. And the other one is the older sister that is, like, she's single. Men don't like her. No one's courting her. They call her the shrew. And basically, the story, it's very misogynistic. Story super misogynistic. I don't like the story, per se. I want to say the character, the, the girl that's the shrew. Even when I read that story as like, I think it was maybe, maybe 15, 16, it resonated with me so well because I realized what he was talking about and that woman was a woman that like wanted to just own her own autonomy. She wanted to be her own self. She didn't want to have a husband tell her who to be. She didn't want to have a man tell her who to be. And, you know, I hate it because he, she ends up marrying the guy, whatever, but the story, the idea, I guess, with that I got from it and that I carried with me to now and is that as a woman, men are always going to want to tell you who you are and what you have to do. And not even just men, right? Like just life in general. People are going to try to tell you who you are and what you have to be and how you have to look and the things you have to do. Everyone, your family, your man, your friends, everyone's going to try to give their own peace. But as I always say, like that relationship, that's why the relationship with self is so important. 
because there's so many external like influences that are always going to like try to tell you who you are and what you have to accept and who's gonna care about you and who's gonna love you and there have been so many pivotal moments in my life where people have told me what I'm worthy of and the kind of person I'm gonna be and whatever and they were always wrong of course (laughs) but you know those moments stuck with me and I, I recently had one of those moments earlier this week and um it made me when I was thinking about this episode and first of all I knew I was going to talk about this incident because it's 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 gold you know like there's very few situations in my life where it's like oh like this is definitely going in my book it was one of those situations like oh wow this is like definitely going in the book like <laughs> like literally like as it was as I was listening I was like oh this is going in my book oh it definitely is <laughs> And it's also going on this podcast. So, but I wanted to, I don't want to just like tell y'all my business without framing it in an educational way. You know, if I'm going to tell you my business, I'm at least teach you something at the same time. So I'm going to take a sip of this wine. I'm drinking cranberry Moscato. It's really good. It's really good. Okay. Anyways. So... Uh, I want to say this was maybe in the summertime when I was still on dating apps. I'm not on dating apps anymore. I haven't been on dating apps since August, since I really started this podcast. So I want to say that I match with this person um, maybe early August, late July. I I don't know. I don't remember dates, whatever, because I don't have the apps anymore. Anyways, so he's just a guy, whatever. And, you know, in his bio, he has a, he's like polyamorous or ENM. I, I, I would tell you what ENM is. I, I don't know what it is. I would be lying to you. I would be misinformed, giving you misinformation. I, I don't fucking know. Okay. Anyway, so whatever. At first he was like really nice. And I was like, and then I thought about it. I was like, oh no, like this is not my lifestyle. You know, like. I'm 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 open-minded. I don't care what my friends do, but it's not my jazz. It's not my style right now. Maybe maybe when I'm older, but right now, 25, I I'm good off that. So I told him that whatever. He still decided to keep you know listening to my podcast, supporting me. Cool. Everything's really super cool. It was nothing bad. So whatever we end up talking we have a facetime call facetime call is cool it gets heated at the end a little bit because i think he like there was just a disconnect between the fact that i am monogamous and he is polyamorous and while i under totally understand or respect his lifestyle that's clearly not something i'm interested in right like that's not something i want to do so yeah i'm just not cool with it and yeah whatever so you know recently i've just been in my own bubble doing my own thing and i i I just don't want to talk to him anymore like i that's expired it was a fun conversation but it wasn't like like oh like we're gonna continue no no not at all anyway so i just like I wasn't, like, he texts me, I don't text him back, whatever. Like, it was nothing like, oh, I'm offended, like, I'm cursing you out. It was never like that. Never, ever, ever like that. 
until <laughs> until so like I mentioned earlier in the story he meant he listens to my podcast so of course he and he's read my work on my website you know I I don't hide anything about myself like who I am the things I've been through like I, they're out there I have nothing to hide so you know, and I, 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 that's an, that's an advantage and a disadvantage for me when it comes to like dating or whatever, because it's like, okay, like I go in and I don't really know that much about you except small things, but then you could like read my writing or listen to my podcast and learn so much about me, literally so much. And I don't like, it's just, you know, it's just a curse of what I've chosen to do and I'm cool with it, but it is, I feel like this is just like a taste of what... <laughs> I'm going to have to deal with with men feeling like like they know me and they can tell me who I am and, you know, using my words and my work against me to manipulate me. Like, this is not going to be the first time that something like this happens. So anyway, he texts me. I was in the gym. This was Sunday, so less than a week ago. He texts me, whatever. da da, da. So it was just the usual, like, he just talks a lot, whatever. And then there was just one part of it that just really pissed me off. It really pisses me off because I told him I don't want to talk to him anymore, like, whatever. And he says, I'm going to read the text message. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Miss, don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, so he said... You don't know yourself deeply enough to be vulnerable with me and you can't overcome trust issues and insecurities enough to lean into my guidance. You really need to listen to this last episode as a listener. You really need this perspective and advice and apply it here. I was in the gym, like, mid-workout, and I was, like, I literally, like, usually when I'm mid-workout, I got to put my phone down, but I saw the messages coming in, and I wasn't really paying attention, but then I, of course, I opened it eventually, and I just, I, I, I still don't have the words, like, I don't have the words, and mind you, I've never met him in person, you know, like, that's such a, like, to make such brass assumptions like that about my character it was bad so y'all know me when I'm mad like I just my tongue is sharp so I actually want to share what I reply because I think um it's interesting and I think it's something that women should hear so here you go straight from my phone by the way this is crazy this is a good episode if you're listening to this this is actually pretty interesting. <laughs> okay let's go this is what i said by the way there's many parts of womanhood that i'm learning and will have to learn as i develop into a woman however the one aspect of womanhood that will always make me foam at the mouth barking like a rabbit dog and wanting to jump off a bridge is that forever for as long as I can be perceived, there's going to be some fucking guy who thinks who can tell me who I am based on the fact that he wants to fuck me and I won't let him. Always. There's always going to be some guy like you who's going to be manipulative. I said more stuff, but I'm not going to read that. But yeah, and 
it was just I said that and oh my gosh guys when I said that to him it just set off like this reaction that was a little like I was like oop oop so he sent me at least it's almost a, a little over five minutes worth of voice messages of him just like cursing me out like he like he tells me like oh no guy is ever gonna want me other than like having sex and like how I'm cool he calls me callous I mean I didn't even know what the fuck that was I'm not even gonna hold you I didn't know what callous meant whatever so he calls me callous I google it <laughs> I fucking google it and it's like cold and I don't know unpleasant whatever isn't that crazy that he he called me that that <laughs> whatever so he he says all these crazy horrible things and when he was saying it like he was just he sounded so sure in his voice you know and I I can always respect people when they sound so sure in the things they say because it just makes me go harder as a person when people say those things about me. And, I mean, I think he's the first person to ever call me something like that, though. I've never been called, like, really cold before. I've been called an asshole a lot, you know. But cold? Not really. He's a little fucking dramatic, but whatever. So, he calls me this great, cool, who cares, and he just sends me like literally over five minutes worth of voice messages and of him just like going in on me telling me how I'm not worthy of anything whatever and then okay the greatest part though this was my favorite part so you guys if you listen to the last episode unpick barbie I talked about my interaction with these two guys and when he like um when he, he sends me a voice note, he was like, uh, those two guys from the episode were so right. I understand them. I respect them. And I'm usually anti-men. But this time, oh, yeah, they were right. They were good guys. And it was so funny. Not that he was saying, like, I don't care about anything he said because who the fuck is he? Like, take a fucking pause for that. Who, who the fuck are you to tell me who the fuck I am? hello anyway so he says this and it was so funny to me because I'm like wow like these are these are this is who you are right like this is the kind of person like he's he sent me all these messages like he oh the first voice note it starts off with I spent 150 hours getting to know you listening to your podcast I have probably got to know you better than any guy or girl ever has Basically, like, just trying to make me feel so small. You know, so small. Like, he's the only person that could ever care about me and listen to my little stupid podcast, right? And there's just been so many times in my life where people have made me feel small, have attempted to make me feel small. And when I think of the taming of the shrew, I think of how he tried... The, the point of this, the family, the man that was pursuing her, wanted to make her feel smaller than, he, than who she was. Like, she just had to be someone's partner. She couldn't be herself. 
And I feel like that's what that fucking guy basically was trying to say. Like, oh, you have to be with me. Like, there's no other person's going to pay attention to you like this or care about you like this. How fucking weird, by the way. Um, but I, I, I think that was a pivotal moment in my life. It was unexpected, obviously. I wasn't expecting him to, you know, say all those things. But it was a learning moment for me because I realized... And I, I also seen this TikTok a few weeks ago where a woman said... Uh, a lot of men think and a, a lot of men think that it's their duty to teach women and tell women who they are and a lot of women are accepting of the fact that they're okay with a man telling them who they are i mean even beyonce said you know jay taught me how to be a woman i think two things can be true at once but me that fucking guy is not going to tell me who i am like he's not the fact that he thinks I need his guidance is a little fucking insane to me. Like, that is, like, that was probably, like, the most, like, oh, you're fucking insane. Like, you're actually insane. Like, you're actually insane if you think I need your guidance. Like, like I, I'm, I'm so lost right now and I'm cold in the wintertime. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of it. I just want to say, if you're like me, and you're a really strong woman, and if you're strong, people are just going to always try to tell you who you are because you're loud and you talk too much and blah, 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 blah. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. Like, I'm just at the point in my life where I'm 25. I've always been this way. I've always had a rebellious spirit. If you think you're going to come into my life and you're going to tell me I am this horrible, broke-down person that's never going to find love, like, that's just, first of all, that's just a horrible... For you to even feel like you can make that prediction about someone really says more about you. Like, I don't know how you feel like you are the decider of that or that you have enough experience or enough or you can see into the fucking future and tell me about myself. Because if so, uh, why are you not a fucking millionaire, right? Why are you using those powers to look at my fucking life? Look at your own fucking future. No one's going to tell me who I am. You can't tame this shrew. You can't tame this shrew. You know, the one, the, the shrew in Shakespeare's version, she was tamed. Cool. You can't tame me. The person that's going to accept me, and this is for all women that are strong in themselves and know who they are and have a vision for themselves, People are always going to try to tell us who the fuck we are. Like, there's no way around it. Like, ever since I was a little girl, like, people have always tried to tell me who I am, what I should accept, and, you know, and it, it's always been mind-boggling to me because I'm like, wow, how could you see that? Why are you not using those magical powers to focus on your own life? You know, you can see so deep into my shit. How about your shit? You know? It... guys i you know that part i read to that message about you know womanhood it's just so fucking true i just cannot believe that it doesn't matter the things i attain how much or if i become a billionaire and i build my own business 
and I have all these things. Men are still gonna feel like they have the right to tell me who I am and what I should be doing and how I can how I can be improve how I can be improving. To think that just because you have a penis gives you the authority over me, like you know so much more than me, is just insane. Like, and I've been dealing with this since like I was like literally since I was a little girl. Like instances in college, instances in college where. You know, men are telling me I'm wrong or I'm too emotional or my opinion doesn't make sense. I remember this one specific thing. And I don't know why I remember. I feel like this is going to be, like I said, him sending me those voice notes. And I'm going to keep them forever. Like, before I'm right. Before I started recording this episode, before I hit record, I literally listened to those recordings. Because they are so motivating. The fact that he said such horrendous things about me, it motivates me more like, I remember when one of my exes, like, broke up with me. Like, they told me pretty much, the sim- like, something similar. Like, oh, I hate you. You're never going to find me one. You're the worst person in the world. What the fuck ever. And it's like, okay. That's how, and it's crazy because I don't, I've never said that to anyone. Like, I'm not, who the fuck am I to make that prediction, right? Like, that's just bad energy. So the fact that, you know, he felt so strong and what he was saying to to say that is is interesting. It's it's very very fucking interesting. And I don't know if he's going to listen to this. He's listened to all the other episodes, but I did block him. So, who knows if he's going to listen to this. If he does, hi. Fuck you. Um if he doesn't, I hope you guys read the taming of the shrew it's so short there's also a movie you can also watch the movie the movie pretty much explains like the whole gist of it but it was just like literally one of my favorite 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 things to read in high school and i was so excited not excited when this happened oh my gosh that was (laughs) that was not the right verbiage um i was you know when I made the connection between the things he was saying to me and the the, the story, it felt like um like a like a God moment, you know, because you, you just you attach to these things when you're younger or you like like these things, and then you know real life happens and you end up actually having to you're like one of the characters in the story. <laughs> It's interesting, humbling, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love I love sitting behind this mic and talking to you guys and expressing who I am. And I know that as I progress, as I share more about myself, that people are going to try to use my words and my work against me. And that's something I have to accept, and that's something I'm willing to accept. I'm okay with that. I'm going to keep sharing this. I think it works for me. And I'm grateful that you guys are sticking along with me. Make sure you guys like, share, tell your friends. Tell your friend that's like if she's been single for a long time. Because that's like basically what a shrew is. Like she's single, doesn't want to date men or whatever. I guess. Who fucking cares? I just want to be like successful and have my dream condo and travel the world. I want to go to Vietnam. 
I really want to go to Vietnam. I, I really could care less if some fucking guy wants to put a ring on my finger and marry me. That actually has nothing to do with me. There's nothing that I can do, right, to persuade someone to do that. I have no control over that. Only thing I have control over is my life and the things that are in my life and my actions. And it was another thing that's just so funny about his whole rant against me is that, you know, one of the strong points of what he was saying is that, you know, I'm going to be this unhappy, miserable person because someone isn't going to love me. And I refute that. I refute that with my entire fucking chest. I don't believe it. I don't believe that I have to date some guy or marry some guy to be worthy. I think I'm already worthy. I don't think some guy has to label me or put a ring on me for me to be worthy to society. Who cares what society thinks? As long as I'm attaining the things I want in my life and the life I want. Who cares what some fucking guy from Hinge thinks or Tinder? I can't remember what app it was. See, this is why I deleted them. They're just bad. Delete dating apps. That's that's my precious daily tip of the day. Delete dating apps. Go to your local bar. Sit down. Have a lemon drop. And eat some fucking mozzarella sticks and speak to someone. But delete the dating apps. They're bad. Think about it. Think about it. I was, just, I was talking about this in my class the other day. And this girl said it. And it was so fucking smart. She said, are dating apps designed for you to meet someone that you're going to match with? Are they designed... For you to stay on the app. And if it's a business. Which dating apps are. It would probably be the latter. They want you to stay on. So you pay your money. And keep your profile active. Duh. So get the fuck off the dating apps. That's my precious daily tip of the day. I think I'm going to do that as my Spotify question. Do you like dating apps? And answer the questions. Some of you guys did. Someone did like a few days ago. And I just saw it. I don't know why I just got the email about it and you said it four days ago, but think I wish you could comment back, but I'm going to do an episode talking back to you guys about what your comments. So, okay. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys next week. Stay precious.